Hey everyone, welcome and welcome back. Jamie here with another episode of I'm Not Mentally Ill But, a space where we dive into the twisted reality of mental illness from a new perspective. On today's episode, I will be chatting with Kelly, who is a neurolinguistic practitioner and hypnotherapist. Kelly and I will be discussing how hypnotherapy can have a huge benefit to your life and your healing journey. Welcome, Kelly. So glad to have you on today. Thank you so much, Jamie. I feel privileged to be invited. Wonderful. Yeah, I just, you know, I think it's so awesome that there are so many like healing modalities out there. But I think a lot of the times we we don't really know. And so that's why I really appreciate you coming on and kind of talking with me about what hypnotherapy is. So really just for us to like dive in, what is hypnotherapy? That's a great question. And a lot of people wonder the same thing. You're not the first person that's ever asked me that. So have you, and I know you have, but this is a question to your audience members. Have you ever done meditation or guided visualization? These two states, when you're in meditation or visualization, it's a state that's similar to hypnosis. It's a trance-like state in which you have a heightened focus and concentration. Hypnosis is usually done with the help of a therapist using verbal repetition and mental images. And when you're hypnotized, as you know, you usually feel calm and relaxed. Yeah, absolutely. And I can definitely attest to that where it really is kind of getting you in that meditative state where I know a lot of people, when they think of hypnotherapy, they kind of go to that cinematic um experience where people are like robbing a bank or doing like these out of control things so what are some of like the myths about hypnotherapy great question and i do come across those things too and uh so someone can hypnotize me without me knowing it uh, no um you have to want to be hypnotized to be hypnotized. So in essence, you're hypnotizing yourself when you do it. Um, so that's one of the myths. Another one is, uh, will it be quacking like a duck or robbing a bank? One of those things or doing something horrendous, uh, just terrible. And the answer is no. And the reason why is that the unconscious mind is in charge of your morals and your values. Meaning if you wouldn't quack like a duck normally, you wouldn't be quacking like a duck um, under hypnosis. And uh, so that's a good thing to know. And the only way somebody would be able to get you to do something that was totally against your morals would be brainwashing. And I've talked to a lot of people about what brainwashing is, which is nothing to do with hypnosis, but brainwashing is where you've been given an illicit drug such as LSD, as well as you're being tortured or abused horrendously. And they're doing some other kinds of psychological brainwashing with you. And that's the only way you'd be able to be convinced to do something that's against your morals. Um, and that's true about anything I would think. And then, um, could you get stuck in hypnosis? The answer is no, again. That one thing, again, is that you are always in control of yourself. And at any point of hypnosis trance, you could actually break out of it because if you want to be in hypnosis, you will be in hypnosis. And 
you can easily break out of it. And if you want to stay there, some people are so comfortable in that place because it's so comfortable and relaxing. They want to stay there longer, but it's because they've made that decision to stay there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. And so it really sounds like when you're watching those, you know, movies where somebody is hypnotized and they're doing these outlandish things, it really sounds like that's more brainwashing than the actual hypnotherapy. And it's very interesting to me that those kind of have been tied together because they are very different because, you know, you put me in a hypnotic trance and I was a hundred percent in control. You know, I could have gotten up, walked away at any moment. So it's just like, it's really interesting to me that those who have gotten so linked where brainwashing is like so negative, you know, something that you don't ever want to happen to you where hypnotherapy is really just that like meditative state and you feel phenomenal. Like Kelly did it to me. And like afterwards, I just felt like, I was floating on a cloud. Like it just, it's a really good calming experience for you. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say are some of the issues that hypnotherapy can actually help with? That's something that one of my clients actually asked me. So one of my clients, I was working with them with weight relief. We call it weight relief. We don't call it weight loss because if you lose something, don't you want to get it back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I was working with them and they're like, what else do you do with this? And I said, well, tell me, tell you, this is what all you can do and what I do with it. So one of the things is with anxiety or stress. It's something that I help people through, especially with your, for your listeners there that are dealing with people that are in their families that have mental illness, uh, the anxiety and stress that they probably are going through. And they're not alone because as, as obvious as you're, podcast talks about other people that are going through the same thing. I love your podcast and what you're doing there, by the way. Thank you. Um, So stress and anxiety are some of them. Um, Some of the things that we do, phobias, such as public speaking, spiders. I had a client that was afraid to leave their house. And after going through sessions with me, they now have a part-time job and they go shopping and visiting with their family and friends before. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Before they were paralyzed by this fear and um, it's no longer there and removing limiting beliefs and accomplishing a goal. So if you're somebody that wants to do a marathon, but there's something that's standing in your way, a lot of times it's because there's limiting beliefs or there's negative emotions attached to it. And once you release those limiting beliefs or negative uh, emotions, then you're untethered as if you were a hot hot air balloon and you're able to do the things. And then we also, moving up in a career, so I've helped somebody with that. They were, it was an interesting place where they were in their career and they needed some assistance. And so with our sessions, Afterwards, she after she left her position, by the way, she got another position within two weeks of leaving that one, and she'd been given a huge compensation package out of it. She found another position where she actually was an executive, which she had never been, and earning well over the amount that she had been doing. So that with career, getting to the next level, performance such as sports, speaking, accomplishing a goal that you didn't think you could, Uh, sleep, pain. In the Civil War, during the Civil War, surgeons didn't always have pain medication. And so they actually used hypnosis to be able to help the people in surgery to not have pain during the 
surgery. And now there are certain practitioners that actually use hypnosis for labor, for women that are expecting and going into labor uh, to be able to make the labor so much easier, as well as after the labor, because their body has been so relaxed during labor, their body heals quicker and faster. Recovery is faster because of it. And then confidence, getting your emotions in control, addictions, cravings. There's so many things that it can be used for. Yeah, the list goes on and on. That's so wonderful. It sounds like anything that is attached to basically like a limiting belief that's in your subconscious. Sounds like that's really what hypnotherapy kind of helps. It kind of breaks up that block and helps you get through it. So you can move to whatever the next phase you're trying to get to. Absolutely, yes. And it blows my mind that you can use hypnotherapy for labor to like help it not be so stressful or painful or whatever. And that doctors back in the day actually used it if they didn't have anesthesia. Like that is, that is so crazy to me where you can, it can actually help like a physical sensation become not so traumatic or bad for the, the other person. Absolutely. Yes. I have a friend that's an expert at labor hypnotherapy, actually. That's what her focus is, is labor hypnotherapy. And I've even seen one of my friends was in a lot of pain. And I said, do you want to play with me today? She said, sure, go ahead. That was my invitation to hypnosis with her. And she knew that because I would never do anything without somebody knowing it. And I, and so I did some things with her and she goes afterwards, she goes, I'm not in pain right now. I'm like, awesome. (laughs) I love that. That is so wonderful. That it just sounds like it is such an awesome healing modality. So, you know, it obviously can help with like a lot of issues, but like how, like how does hypnotherapy actually help with whatever the issue is? A good question. Also, I I love your questions. (laughs) So I think of it about in this way, A lot of times we have two voices in the head, right? We have the voice that's saying, yes, you can do this. You can, you can get this done. You're strong enough. But then the other voice says, are you kidding? What are you thinking of? So the second voice is the unconscious mind that's been playing the same message over and over since maybe you were a baby or who knows when it happened, but it was a negative emotion that you felt for some reason. So for example, if you were a baby and you were in your crib and you were crying and this not can't doesn't have to be true for you or anybody else, but you're in a babe, you're a baby and you're in a crib and you're crying and you're hungry and your mom isn't coming right away. And so you're feeling, oh no, I'm unloved. Well, as a baby, you had no no idea where or what she was doing. She could have been making you a bottle. She could have been helping another sibling. She could have been going to the bathroom. Who knows what she was doing? But for some reason, your little baby unconscious said, I'm unloved. And because of that, you've carried that message along with you until this very minute, this very time. And so in hypnotherapy, we can do timeline therapy, where you can go back on your timeline in your unconscious, where it's kept, where every event and conclusion in your life and fix it or change the perception. Afterwards, your life has been changed. Since you changed that, I've been talking to some 
women recently with trauma that have occurred. And we went back and were able to discover what the true truth was of that trauma. And the individual said, I had no clue that one, I was never alone. Two, that it had nothing to do with me, nothing to do with me. And it had to do with those individuals. How mind opening is that? And it's done with the unconscious through a very relaxing, safe environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And I think it just really goes to show like how much your unconscious plays a huge role in your life. And I think a lot of people don't even realize that because it's like, oh, it's your unconscious, like it's not really, it's not really there, but it's actually doing like, so much work on you and how you actually like view life and view yourself and like view so many things. And so, like I said earlier, it sounds like hypnotherapy really helps you like get down in there and be like, okay, here's actually like the root of why I'm feeling this way. Now let's actually kind of break down those walls, those barriers. And here's what we can do to actually help you break through and be the best version of you in whatever that means to that person. Absolutely. The other thing too, is that my clients don't have to tell me what the event was in, you know, um, in other therapies, the, the client tells the therapist over and over and over what happened here. You don't even need to tell me what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's how we were working with this client. Cause she didn't feel that she wanted me to relive the trauma that she had, which I don't, when I, there are certain things that I do to prepare mm-hmm. for meeting my clients that I, I don't feel any other trauma. I don't take it on myself. And so she, she didn't want that for me, which was fine. I do what my clients want, Yeah. but she didn't tell me what the trauma was. I still have no clue what it was, but she knows. And we ripped that tree out the, by its roots and we fill the hole with positive learnings. And once you pull a tree out by its roots, what does it do? It falls over and dies. Mm -hmm. There's no need for it anymore. Wow, that's wonderful. I think that's another thing that, you know, it can be really scary for somebody to go to a therapist and be like, oh my gosh, this is somebody I don't know. Let me dive into my deepest, darkest secrets. And so it seems like it kind of makes it a really safe place to be like, if you want to share, great. And I'm here for that. But if you don't feel comfortable in this moment sharing exactly what it is, I don't need to know that in order to help you with whatever it is that you're coming to me with. Exactly. And that's the key too, is that hypnosis is where you, you as a client are in control. And that's why I can't convince you to tell me when you don't want to tell me. That's why, and that's why I like this, this way of therapy is that if you don't feel comfortable you're okay not telling me I'm okay too you just get to the root and we we fill it in I facilitate and you're in a safe safe place I love that that just it is it just makes it sound so safe for the client because it really is I mean all therapy should be centered on what the client needs but this one just sounds like it really is because they don't have to divulge anything that they don't feel like divulging Absolutely. Yes. Love that. So, you know, as I've been saying, there are millions, I don't know if millions is the right word, but there are a lot of healing modalities. Why did you choose this one? Great question. Again, um, it's an interesting process and parts of it are kind of funny, but I'll share with you just a little bit of it. All my life, I'd always wanted to make a difference in the world and in people's lives. But 
part of the process was choosing the modality because I had been an executive coach for a business, a corporation actually, and I was working for them. And as well as on the side, I was a life coach in my own business for some time. And I noticed that all my clients, no matter whether they were in this executive position or as a life coach client, they always came to this point where there was a brick wall and they couldn't progress past this one thing. And, and it was different things for the one thing, different reasons. And then finally, I discovered these modalities for myself which had made a huge difference in my own life. And then I was able to bring them to my clients. And oh my heck, what a difference it's made. It's made a huge difference. And it's been a, a blessing for me as well as for the other people that I've been working with. Mm -hmm. I love that because I think you're so right. I think so many times you can only do so much as like a life coach or a therapist or any of those kind of, you know, helping professions. But this sounds like it just takes that one step further where once you do get to that like blockade, it just helps you like bulldoze right through it and actually get to the root cause. And like you said, pull that tree out by the roots and let it fall over and die and start building a new tree with healthier, better healing and all of that incorporated. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when somebody comes to you and they're like, yes, I love this. I want to do it. What can they expect? Well, most of my clients at this point, in fact, no, not most of them, all of my clients at this point are virtual. So I see them over Zoom and, and because of the recent social restrictions and because I'm seeing them over Zoom, it's very relaxing one because you're in your own environment and you're in your own home. So that's one, but also with hypnosis is very relaxing. I teach my clients during the first session how to relax by deep breathing. That's something that we were doing earlier. And then, then all my clients after any sessions I've done with them, they've always, all of them, which is kind of interesting too, they always say, I feel lighter, meaning that they feel like a late weight has been lifted off their shoulder, like a burden. So I do a lot of listening and asking questions to understand what my client wants and needs. And then together we create a plan that helps them to be able to accomplish their particular goals. And then I teach them self-hypnosis techniques for stress, anxiety, and sleep. And they learn how their unconscious mind works and how to communicate with it successfully. So those two voices that are battling, the one that says, yes, 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 no, 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 those two voices are in sync so that they can accomplish their goals. And then during all the sessions, I use hypnosis of some sort. I love that. I love that. I think you're so right. Um, we all kind of have that good and evil voice inside of us. <laughs> and I think a lot of the times it's really easy to let, you know, the, the evil voice win. And so I love that this is really just combating that evil voice because you are the only person in your life that's not going anywhere. You're stuck with you for as long as you're alive. And so if anything that can help people kind of go that positive way. I just love that. So I just so love what you're doing. And I love that this is the journey you took because it sounds like it really is just such like a wonderful thing. So you just touched on it a little bit, but something else that I love about hypnotherapy is the fact that, or you specifically is the fact that you're teaching people how to do stuff outside of when they're with you. And I think that's so important because as we all know, 
nobody just has a panic attack when they're with their therapist. Nobody just has an issue with what they're eating when they're with their, you know, diet lifestyle coach. So what are some of the things that you can actually use outside of a session with you that clients can use on their own? Good question. I've done a couple of videos recently about that panic attacks. In fact, um, one of the things that I teach people, and it's something that anybody can do right now, as you're sitting there, taking some nice deep breaths. And if you have an anxiety about an upcoming event, for example, this is something we could do is that an upcoming event that you're speaking at, let's just put it as an example. Well, if you go out, so taking those deep breaths and closing your eyes, going out 15 minutes after the completion of that event, successful completion of that event, and seeing it in your mind, all the colors, all the sounds, all the feelings, all the tastes, smells, whatever it is included, and visualize that. Again, it would be 15 minutes after the successful completion of that event. Guess what? the anxiety goes away because you've just done a little brain hack. You've tricked your unconscious, your mind, into thinking you've already completed the task successfully and there's no reason to have anxiety about or worry or stress about it. Wow, that's wonderful. I think I was reading somewhere because, you know, after we've been talking, I've just been like so engrossed with this and I was reading somewhere that your subconscious can't process like negatives so you kind of have to talk to yourself as though you already successfully completed something is that is that the right mindset where there's no negatives in your subconscious so let me answer that question for you in a different way okay so tim allen you know the guy on tool time he gave a graduation speech and he talked about race car drivers because he loves race cars and he has race cars and he's driven on the race car track. And he said, there's one thing that race car drivers never, ever, ever do. And that is look at the wall. So when I'm talking with my clients, I always say, what is it that you want? And they say, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want. Okay, just a second. That's what you don't want to do. What is it that you do want to do so your unconscious does not understand don't or no they don't understand the unconscious doesn't understand it's like a three-year-old you tell them not to put your finger in their nose their finger in their nose where's their finger going to go it's going to go in their nose yeah <laughs> right <laughs> your, your unconscious is the same way and it's just a recorder type of deal just recording the same messages unless you change those messages and so the unconscious so if i say i am not eating a carrot today guess what i'm going to eat a carrot so i'm looking at the thing i don't want if you're driving and a car, you're watching the car in front of you, and it veers to the right, guess where you're going to go? You're going to veer to the right, because you're focusing on the thing you don't want. Yeah, absolutely. So that's something to think about when you're talking to yourself, is what do you want, not what you don't want, because you're in unconscious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the affirmative, there's ways to move away from a goal or move toward a goal. You should be moving toward the goal rather than away from the goal. You want to, if you want to run a marathon, running, going toward the goal is, I want to have healthy legs, healthy, be able to breathe well, and all these things. Moving away from the goal is, 
I don't want to be crippled one day. <laughs> you yeah. see, th those are two separate thoughts. And the one will get you to where you want and the other will get you to where you don't want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I know the first day we talked, you gave the analogy of, you know, when you're pointing a finger at somebody, four yes. fingers are pointing back. And I think that was just such, such a wonderful way to describe the unconscious where if you tell someone they're terrible and they're doing bad things, well, your subconscious is taking that as you are saying that to yourself. So I think it's also just you have to be careful what you're saying to other people because your subconscious is soaking that in and taking it as yourself. So I just love that analogy the first day that we chatted. Absolutely. Yeah. You're unconscious. When you talk to somebody, it's like looking in the mirror because your unconscious is there when you're speaking out loud or even mentally, your unconscious hears that. Mm -hmm. and, and it takes it in and it believes that you're talking to yourself when you're saying it. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, it, words can be detrimental or empowering. And we can make that decision. That's the other thing too, is that in my practice, one of the things that I teach my clients is that you are always in control, you've always been in control, and you still are in control. And you can make decisions for yourself and by yourself. And you have everything in you to be able to accomplish those things that you want. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's just so, it's so empowering. And so, like I've been saying, I think you're just doing such amazing things. You as a individual, it's just been such a pleasure getting to know you and chatting with you. So anyone, if you are interested in hypnotherapy, Kelly is phenomenal. She's so easy to talk to. She's just, she's just a great person. So I would highly recommend her. But Kelly, if someone does want to get in contact with you, what's going to be the best way for them to do that? Thank you. The best way right now, because we're having a a brand new website coming out. So right now is my Facebook business page. It's facebook.com back or uh, backslash Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Hammond, H-A-M-O-N. Perfect. So yeah, if anybody wants to get in contact with her, definitely, I highly recommend that. I mean, you heard the list earlier. It's anything and everything and a lot in between. So even if you just want more information, she can also be a really good resource just to see if hypnotherapy would be a good practice for you. But seriously, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on and just opening my eyes to this absolutely positively amazing healing modality. You're welcome. And thank you so much, Jamie, for inviting me. What you're doing is, is powerful and empowering to people that need you. And I, I love listening to you. That wraps up another episode of I'm not mentally ill, but as always, my guests are just so amazing and I'm so thankful for their bravery and being willing to share their stories with myself and with all of you. If you're listening and you have a story to share, please reach out to me. My Instagram is the other side underscore M I every Wednesday, we're going to be getting into some mind blowing topics. So tune in because you won't want to miss it. <laughs>